0: Tap 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 in. You're listening to Post Radio with Randall
1: and Shelby, the heart of the culture. Gotta play this real quick. For everybody that watches is y'all know what I'm playing this for. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> it goes something like this, right? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, that you done got locked up having sex on the beach. Ain't that something? Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes with Pulse Radio in the building for a special episode of Pulse Reacts, and we're reacting to Grownish, season four, episode one. And we're live with HBCU Post right now. I'm going to show off today, man. We got an outcast playing. I want y'all to let us know how rock rock. Hold up. Let's, let's do this. From
0: the shade room to your news TV. we brag different. You're locked into HBCU post. Now trending worldwide.
1: Hey, man. Big energy in the building. It's super exciting. We got to get the growing really quickly. We're going to be bringing Janae on. Janae is my co-host. For this amazing recap show, uh, I will say this: a um, bit of a spoiler alert for our review. Grownish wasn't bad tonight. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, of course, I had other things going on in my mind, so I wasn't fully watching it. But it was pretty cool. Uh, and it wasn't anything too bad. Um, you know, it was. You know, it was serviceable. It, it had its moments, but you know, I actually really enjoyed it. And we're going to dive into it with Janae. But of course, if you guys remember when I was doing the recaps of Grownish on last year. We gotta talk about these ratings, right? So, Grownish is the last Kenya Barris show standing of the issues on ABC, Freeform, the whole Disney family. So, if you guys don't know, Kenya Barris now is with Netflix, right? So, he's doing his stuff on Netflix. He's doing Black AF. He's doing a whole bunch of other projects. So, if you notice, Blackish got canceled. So, or, or they, they're ending the series, not necessarily canceled, ending the series. And also mixed-ish, that got canceled. It was trash, it got canceled, right? So you have like what adult-ish or old folks-ish coming out with uh with uh Lawrence Fishburne and, and Jennifer Lewis. That's coming up. We're gonna see how, how that goes down, especially with all his shit shows, you know, the sort of ending. But Grownish is one show that sort of shocked people. How come Grownish is still on the air, but Blackish, an exceedingly better show, is getting canceled. So let's really quickly dive into the numbers. So we took a little bit of a break at the end of season three, but I want to let y'all know how much Gronis dropped in their ratings. So let's go to January the 28th. We're going to really quickly go through it and then we're going to bring on Janae. All right. So Gronis, the viewers in in the millions, I'm on tvseriesfinale.com. So y'all see that the numbers are falling. And this is probably going to be the last season, but they're going to end it like, oh, they're graduating. It's season four, four years of college. That's how they're going to do it, right? So let's look at it. So the 10th episode of Grownish, it had 342,000 people watch. So then that next week, it had 244,000 people. On the 11th of February, it hopped up 256,000, went up 299,000, went down to 293,000. Then you saw on the 4th of March, 370,000 people that were watching Gronish. And then from there you go down to 2,000 and to, to like 200,000 95 and then 300,000 117, right? So you see it fluctuate but when you go back to 20 when you go back to the early 2020s before the pandemic, you saw the, the viewership reach almost 500,000 viewers. And it reached 400,000, over 400,000, only three times. So I just want to say that this is an indication that this is probably the last season of Grownish. And really quickly, let's compare some numbers for Blackish. Mind you, Blackish is the show that birthed Grownish. Everybody loves Blackish. I know it's on network, but we're still going to look at it. All right. So when you look at the Blackish numbers, these numbers are in the millions. So it could be, and you'll say, Randall, listen. This network is ABC. People with basic cable, people that don't got cable can watch ABC. Freeform, listen, the freeform is in the higher channels. You got YouTube TV, it's in the higher stuff. Some folks can't even see it on their list on YouTube TV. I'm one of the people I can't see it on the list for some reason. I got to type in freeform. Uh, but let's look at the 18 to 49 demo. So the 18 to 49 demo, which probably should shoot, should skew more towards grownish because Gronish is a younger show, it's consistently. Point 0.21, 0.13, 0.23. It hasn't gone over a 0.30. But when you look at Blackish, they're consistently knocking it out the park in between 0.30 in the 18 to 49 demo share. And also for their highest episodes, they're in the point 0.60 for the share of 18 to 49. So why is Growners, which is an exceedingly younger show with hot stars within this generation? Why are they getting a lower share of the 18 to 49 demo than blackish that sort of is geared towards an older audience, more so 25 to 54? That's something that we need to look at because yeah, you can say it's network, but also we have to look at that share. All right. But you know what? We're we, we, we gonna we go on and move on. Cause listen, we have to savor every moment that we have with Groners because it, it will be, it will be not coming back. It'll be canceled. So God bless Groners. We love Yara. Man, Trevor's my guy. I wish he would cut that ducktail. But listen, that's my guy. Shout out to D- D- Diggy's doing a really good job. Shout out to Diggy and Chloe, Hallie, whichever twin is doing um the Little Mermaid. I need you to come back. We need you. Anyway, let's go on and bring Janae on. But I just want you to say these, these numbers, it, it's showing me that Groners is probably not coming back after this season. And if it does, they're doing it because of the celebrity factor. This is a loss leader. But let's go ahead and bring on Janae.
0: HBCU. Post Radio.
1: Janae.
0: Hey HBCU Post family. How y'all doing?
1: What's going on? It's been a minute since I've seen you. How you been?
0: It has been a minute. I have been so 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 busy. I have an internship at Horizon Media, so that's been keeping me super busy. Schools wrapping back up. I just finished summer school, finally. So just finishing summer school, having an internship, looking to get another one soon. It's
1: been a very very busy time, but we back. We are, and and listen, you man, you got all the stuff going on. You traveling. You doing the world tour like your Beyonce. We feel the vibes, man. I'm just here making, just working, trying to grow this business. You are more adventurous than me. God bless you. All right, let's talk about this, right? So you are traveling the world, you're doing all these different things. And listen, for me, I have never gone on a trip with friends or things like that. And you know that first scene of Grownish, you have uh Zoe just doing what she does best, which is trying to be the center of attention. And control everything, everybody's lives. So I want you to break that down for us and tell me, have you done that before? Have you done what Zoe has done on the trip before? Just let let us know. I'm listening.
0: Okay, so this has been my traveling summer, especially as my followers know window seats only is the only way. Um Period. Now, I will say the trips I've been to has been for mainly events. Like I went to my bond sister's birthday party. Uh, my other uh, trip, I went with my best friend for Juneteenth weekend. I'm going to visit my other boss sister, in Chicago, and my other friends. So my trips are mainly sisterly trips, honestly. But in that same regard, everything is pretty much planned out from the time we land till we leave unless we plan to do other stuff. Now, as we saw in this episode, the girls and the guys, the crew, They are finally in Mexico trying to kick off their senior year before they start the year. And they get there. Zoe is like, you know what, guys? This is our senior year. It's going to be our last time to really hang out before, you know, the year gets busy. And we all pretty much go into adulthood. So we need to have this time to create these memories with each other. And she's like, okay, so we're going to have this. This We're going to do all of these things for the trip. And everybody's looking at her like, oh, I just wanted to come to Mexico and chill on the beach and do a couple of things. I really wasn't trying to do a whole lot of friendship things. And that causes a conflict because it's like, girl, I invited you. And Zoe did all the planning for the trip. So she's upset because, girl, I planned this whole trip. The least we could all do is hang out in jazz. And the rest of the crew are pretty much like, we in Mexico, we want to be with y'all, but we want to do our own thing. So, yeah. So they pretty much decide to all do their own thing. But it actually goes to a big blow up. When they all do their own thing separately.
1: And you know, I think that within the whole entire dialogue with Zoe, and mind you, we're on season four, y'all. This started in 2017, right? So we're on season four. Hopefully it is the last season. You you heard those numbers, Janae. It's not looking good. They're not gonna cancel it. This is gonna be like, we're gonna go on and end it. They're graduating. Basically say that it's getting canceled, you know. So right. one thing about Zoe is that consistently Zoe has not grown. And in this dialogue, in that first part, when you had all the friends at the table, you had Zoe, you had uh, was that Skyer? That was Jazz, right? Jazz? Jazz. Okay, so Jazz. So Sky is in Tokyo, aka Hallie is doing Little Mermaid. So they had to figure out a way to, to write her out. Oh, she's in Tokyo. Okay. Um, and you and y'all, see you have Anna, you have Nomi. So they're at the table, and then Zoe has this theme playing. Now they say we want to do our own thing and then all of a sudden she's like oh well, they like they don't know that like they're going to do what i want to do whether they like it or not doesn't that show that zoe hasn't grown and that she's being possessive and controlling
0: yes that is the definition of controlling first of all Everybody in that room was grown. You don't get to dictate what anybody gets to do on any trip, especially if they pay their own money. They can technically do whatever they want to do. You are just the organizer for them to get to the location. But any task that they want to do, they can do because they are a grown adult, you know? So it definitely shows that she has not grown, that she is controlling, that she's the center of attention. And they even confront
1: her immediately on her, thinking that she is the center of attention. And I think that when you look at even that scene, you, I, I think that, you know... And shout out to Tennessee State, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do some Tennessee stuff right here, right? Hey, y'all y'all heard time today, right? So money back, yo, time today. And time today basically was like, money back is like, man, listen, y'all saying all this stuff. I see y'all talking on social media. I got time today, yo, let's talk about it. I feel like this episode was their time today episode, and this might be their time today season. Because I feel like they were talking to us. I feel like they might have heard, you know, our recaps, Janae. They, they might have been watching because people think, that oh like like Randall just is so critical of Grownish. I see a bunch of laughing emojis in the comments on HBC posts often when I go in. But y'all think I be going in. Have y'all searched YouTube, type in Grownish sucks or grown is bad, here's why. And listen to some of those videos if y'all think I'm so bad like because they go in about colorism they bring up points i never would have thought to bring up like how how are they going on this extravagant trip and they all in in these great clothes mimosas they have their own separate rooms and they in college and mind you the only person that sell drugs is vivek and he got caught so how is it that they all are going, they're just on these extravagant trips, doing all this stuff, and they're in college? We got to make it make sense, and they still haven't answered that, but they answered Zoe being selfish a little bit. They had the tit-for-tat that we're going to talk about towards the end of Act one that sort of was an answer to a lot of our critiques. So do you think they, they've been listening and they've been peeping what's being said on social media?
0: Well, I think so, because you have to think about it. This season three was filmed, like, right before the pandemic, so they really didn't even have time to address... COVID, they really didn't have the time to address George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. They did address police brutality within that season, but it wasn't as significant as it could have been, but they couldn't foresee what we would know what happened during the pandemic. So I think they, like, when you have that time, you all you have to do is look on the internet and see what your show was talking about. First of all, when we even look at season three, it barely trended on Twitter. Even when it would come on, The Bachelor and everything with a trend, the basketball game and stuff would trend, but Grosh would not trend. And then when you're also just doing an analysis of how you want to shape your season four, you kind of have to look at the criticism that has been brought about on the show. And it all has been negative. So I think they are starting to listen to what the people actually kind of want, because a lot of the issues that we did have for these past couple seasons, I've seen them slowly being um, changed, at least with this episode. We still have to see the whole season four. But I do believe that they are listening because season four, the first episode was a pretty strong episode.
1: And I just want to say real quick, so y'all know I'm not tripping. So let me read you the first three videos that I see when I type in "Gronish sucks." So I want to say, just type it in. Y'all see the same thing I will see, probably. "Gronish sucks." You'll see "Gronish," "Why Zoe sucks." Three months ago, "Gronish is trash." Joey Gatsby, he, he looks a little bit old. He watching Gronish. He to watch a basketball game. Okay, and then you have this one Gronish episode hit me. Why are black women so underrated? Did that all sound positive to me? And it's way yeah. more videos like that, you know what I'm saying? So, but it, but this guy jo- Joey looked a little bit old. Like Joey Joy like looks like he has kids that watch grownish. Wait a minute, like Joey's right. is like like Joey a little bit too old for me, man. What the world? But nevertheless, all right. So let's talk about that blow up like at the end of Act One. So you saw an extended Act. In that first scene. It went like about maybe nine or ten minutes when you normally see the commercial break, I would say come about the seven-minute mark. But normally in premieres, they might extend that first scene on a commercial-based TV schedule, right? So what did you think about that scene where they were going at each other's necks? How'd you feel about that?
0: So the scene when they were going at each other's necks, my bond sister Bashayla actually texts me while that was going on. She's like, Girl, did you see that that scene? I was like Girl, did you see the scene? Like we were literally talking about it. So I felt like that was the strongest dialogue point out of the whole episode because they low-key read each other, not low-key, they read each other to Phil. So if you didn't see the episode or if you just want to recap of it, they played this game called um most likely to. And you say what that person will most likely to do. So the question was most likely to cheat. And Zoe picked it, and then Jazz grabbed it from her hand. She saw it, and then uh, they mentioned Jazz cheating on Doug. They mentioned Zoe cheating on her test. They also mentioned um, Aaron cheating on his ex-girlfriend Rochelle with Zoe and how cheating became a whole part of it. And then they also brought up how Anna kissed Nomi at one point and just Aaron, everybody's dirty laundry. And then Luca came out the cut and just started going back and forth with Aaron. And then Aaron uh said, oh, I'm the realest dude that Zoe ever had. And then Luca kind of looked like, mm, you sure about that? So that was a whole thing. And then Zoe was just so irritated with the, all of everybody's shenanigans. She just said, this is some BS. And she left. And I just felt like finally grown-ish is- Talking about grown stuff, and we're hearing how grown people talk. Because grown people cuss, grown people fight. Friend groups argue one another. Friend groups sometimes get to air each other out because you being slow, you're getting on my nerves right now, so I'm gonna air you out. So I feel like it was just the most authentic dialogue that I've at least seen throughout majority of the season, majority of grownish as a whole, oh. and as a whole, period. And I think this will hopefully set the tone for what we will see throughout the rest of the season. Authentic dialogue, real dialogue, how grown people talk with grown stuff.
1: Exactly. And I want to just say once again, I'm going to point this out, that in that dialogue, you see how they're arguing with each other and Zoe once again makes it about her. I just want to just keep a tab on it. Oh, this is BS, y'all. I'm leaving. Why are you leaving? Like, like you're yeah. the one that wanted everybody to be together when they said that they wanted to do their own thing. If they were able to do their own thing... This wouldn't happen. But you want everybody to be together. They had that nice cinematic montage of them getting martinis and dancing. But you want them to do their own thing. So I'm, I'm confused as why she's, oh, I'm leaving. Like, that's that's on you, first of all, first and foremost. Th- there was another critique that I saw, especially on Twitter, and I think that growners saw this as they were writing, you know, the episodes. One thing that was said on Twitter, but also by a YouTuber that I was watching, they said that, you know, in college – You're never really cool with your whole set of friends from freshman year. Things just change. If you are cool with them, that's dope. Like y'all, y'all, y'all some real good people. But a lot of the folks you cool with your freshman year, you ain't cool with them your senior year, especially going on trips with them. That that's a bit different. And can I also point out from the guy perspective that you have Zoe's ex, Luca? Why is he on this trip? Why do he pay his money to, to basically see Aaron and Zoe together, and his girl ain't even there? Because his girl, is, I guess what did she go at the Spellman or something? What, what she did went about the, the Spellman, like like that, and, and they had to write off Ryan Destiny because Ryan Destiny was a prop okay on that show like, like like i ryan destiny and 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 i'm close as i'll be wearing have the same amount of lines none at this point you know what i'm saying so it's, and you, we we talked about ryan destiny's character more jillian more her being gone back to spellman than, than they did when she actually in, in the series first and foremost but like this whole entire thing of luca going to this trip and then aaron's there that's the recipe for that's recipe for a disaster for fights for arguments. It, it that still doesn't make sense. I mean, I get being mature because it was even something with my guy Michael Bays. Michael Bazin, look up to Michael Bays as you know, you see the microphone, the vibe, love, love radio, love black radio. One thing Michael Bays said back in the day, and I was young when I read this, and now I'm of age, and you know I, I've had a little bit of experience, been out of college, and he said that he broke, a, he divorced his wife. And I think he, he helped his wife move into, into her next dude's house or something like that. And I'm like, that's real maturity, man. Cause I couldn't do that. Cause, it, cause it's like you telling me you don't have feelings for her at all. You want to see that woman be with a whole nother man, and you even helping her move in, like like, like, like you uh like you her her brother or something like that? Like like you you her best friend, like nah, like y'all were just married. It's just like that. Why is Luca there? And let me ask you this: so, so. In the regards of that, like, would you want your ex there with your current boyfriend? Like, what, would you want that, Janae? I would
0: be so upset, and just know knowing my friend group as a whole, if. Because like there are some people in our friend group who like their ex was our friend at one point, but we try not to bring them like personally around if we can, because that just causes conflict, especially if there was somebody else with somebody new. So that just causes a whole bunch of conflict. I would be mad if I went on a trip. Let's say I was going to Atlanta. I was going to Atlanta. Me and my boo go down there. My ex is there. And y'all know I'm bringing my husband. That You feel me? That's just a whole, a whole, no, 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 no. That's just a no in the friend group. That's a no. That's a no. So I would definitely be mad. And like, words would have happened. Like, they just got into a couple words. Dudes, I know would have fought. You know what I'm saying? Hey, big man, thanks.
1: Big thanks. They <laughs> would have
0: fought. And they were drinking. So like, I just know how my group get down. Once you get to a certain level of lit, and <laughs> it's a lot of anger and hostility like that just would have went all the way left so that little if you if you did like that just wouldn't happen somebody have through hands
1: man the first thing if i'm fighting air i'm pulling this ducktail i'm like come here i'm pulling this ducktail <laughs> first like no like first and foremost but also here's the thing here for me Bro, and and tell me if tell me if I'm lying. Don't Zoe jump from dude to dude like. Jump, don't Zoe jump from dude to dude like she's playing hopscotch. Like you would not want. Zoe around any other guys. Because she might be like, you know what? You know what, Aaron? I don't really like you. I think I like Luca. And then she hopped back to Luca. And it was well, what if he wasn't on the trip? Maybe she would still like me. Yeah, probably. Like, why is Aaron cool with that? cause I'd be like, nah, man, your ex coming? Like, like like I don't think I don't know they exist in the same universe. But I think you know, they have realistic people. They bring up like they brought up Beyonce before. Does Tyler Perry exist in their world, Janae? That's what I want to know. Does Tyler Perry do they know about Tyler Perry at Cal U? Cause did she see why did I get married? Because do you want that to happen? <laughs> like, 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 like you, you got, you got, you got, you got, um, Jazz over here hitting Doug with, with, with a margarita bottle. Do you want that on your conscience? No, nah, she don't care. She don't care. Never mind. I asked my question. She don't care. Cause if it's about her, like, like, if 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 Jazz hits Doug with a bottle, Zory's going gonna, Zori's gonna to be like. Why aren't they paying attention to me? If They just talked to me. This wouldn't happen. So I answer my own question. But I wonder if Tyler Perry exists. Do you think Tyler Perry exists in the grownest world, Janae? I don't. know. I hope. So.
0: Well, I don't know. Eh. eh. <laughs> Potentially. Eh. I mean, Beyonce does, and you know,
1: Samuel L. Jackson and Pulp Fiction does. So True. maybe. And then Aaliyah yep. does. I mean, so I, I just I want to <laughs> know. We 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 got we got to ask one of these days. We got to ask one of the writers one of these days. Have they seen Why Did I Get Married? Because we all saw that scene and it went reviral. Have they seen that? So I, that that was just a recipe for disaster. But let's move on to Act 2, Janae, because the episode was actually really good. So let's talk about Episode 2 because Act, Act 2 actually got a little bit spicy, you know? Yeah, so Act 2 was actually pretty wild. It wasn't better than Act 1. I think Act 1 took the
0: entire show But act two was really, really spicy. So after they get into that whole argument, Zoe's, of course, in her feelings because her friends are arguing and the attention's not on her. So she feels in some type of way. So Aaron is like, you know what? We've never been on a date before. We've known each other for almost four years. We've been through all this stuff. We've never been on the first date. Let's go on the first date. So she's like, bet. So they go out, they go get drinks. Um, They walk around the plaza uh, they even She even steals a piñata, a huge piñata, by the way. I'm like, how did you even steal that? And somebody on Twitter even commented that too. Like, how did she steal that whole piñata from that place? Like, whatever. So... After that, they get really lit, like like really really lit, and then they go make a crazy decision, which most of you guys know now. They end up getting married, but before they even cut to that, there's a scene where Javi and Anna are in the hotel room because Javi ends up coming. Javi end up kept coming down to the trip too, which is weird. Why would you bring your boyfriend on a trip with your friends? Not not the point of story though. So. They get to the hotel. They're chilling. He's getting ready to go into the shower. She says she'll be there in a minute. She sees a message pop up on his iPad, and the message says somebody. So, of course, Anna, like, who is somebody that's texting you? So she clicks it, and then the girl has an STD. So then she bre- she threw his, launched his iPad against the wall. Like, yeah, like like launched the iPad on the wall. And then she said, you have an STD? And then it cuts. It, it just cuts. We like what so then it comes back and then he says that the girl has an std that was when before he became celibate he doesn't have anything he tested negative and she feels like but why were you even talking to her why didn't you tell me about this and she already had suspicions that he was cheating prior to so she just left and she was irritated she didn't want to deal with it and she still feels like she has an std and she feels like he's lying of course he do- of course he does so that's where it cuts to and then we also finds out we also
1: find out that Aaron and Zoe are married so remember why I said that second episode uh, that they came back might have been the first or second episode I think it was the second episode that Zoe wasn't a part of that episode when it was Anna and Javier didn't I say that Anna was her own worst enemy that's number one and we'll get back to that in a second but you said Twitter you looking at Twitter and folks going crazy on Twitter let me read this tweet right here And this came up on the top tweets so every college senior got money to go to Mexico and stay at a resort. Or oh, was it just me who couldn't afford it? No, it wasn't just you. You probably can't afford it, but it's also them them being in a fictional world where they all go to college, live in, live in lavish apartments, and have a whole whole bunch of money. But once again, uh, Buddy the only one selling drugs. What's his name? Buddy the only one selling drugs. What's Vivek, Vivek the only one selling drugs. Okay, but he but and then he couldn't got caught, but they still are all like stateside. And then it was explained, well, what 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 my lawyer said, you know, I'm not a flight risk, you were selling drugs. You, you like like you literally brought up El Chapo. This man was El Chapo, Vivek Chapo. Like and you letting that man go go to Mexico? I'm like the drunk, the drugs be down there sometimes. You know what all I'm right. saying? Like like the, the drugs be, be, be down there sometimes. Come on, man. So it's like I I don't get it. I, I, I don't get that part, and this tweet is very true, but back to the Anna thing, right? With Anna, she gets in her own way because with the quick switch up when she throws the iPad and then it goes to commercial break and then act three starts with them having that conversation. He literally said, that was before we got together. I tested negative. I did not want you to trip. This is the reason why he didn't tell her. Because he knew, after being with her, that he could not be truthful with her. Because if you heard what he was saying, he said that that's the reason why he's celibate. That's the reason why, because he basically said, man, he got burned by this girl. He possibly has what gonorrhea or, 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 or chlamydia It's chlamydia. So like, and basically was like, you know what? The Lord has a different plan for my heart. I'm going to be celibate. You know what I'm saying? Like that's basically what happened. He was like, man, I done got burned. The Lord trying to tell me something. And then he went celibate and she had a problem with him being celibate. Now he has a problem with the fact that he has a past. Like, what? Well, like, you, you think you think that boy was born? You think that that boy's still a virgin? You you, you, you think you think, he, you think he's still a child? Like, what? Like, what, what does Anna want? Because it's like, and I said it when we did the first episode. What does she want? And I think that with the character of Anna, I think at this point, it's time for Anna to to get some mental health. You know, it's like some counseling, some therapy. I can recommend her some good ones because I I, I got therapists and we're proud of it right here in the black community now. We love therapy. I think that Anna needs a therapist because she is ruining every relationship that she's in. Because I went back and watched season two. Aaron was not bad at all. He wasn't even, I'm not going to say that bad. He wasn't bad at all. Yeah, it was destructive. It was crazy. Zoe, Zoe should have been got punched. That like, like for that time, she drunk the milk and then poured it in the cereal. Zoe, Zoe should have got punched for that. I, I get it was a lot of drama. But Aaron wasn't even doing anything wrong. He was there for her. Javier, there for her. It showed her a whole different light with religion and being celibate. And he's human. And she's upset at that. I think also with what she said about Nomi. You gotta listen to what she said about Nomi too. What she said about Nomi, the whole entire thing about unplanned pregnancies. I feel like she felt guilty because she realized, like, like, like she's throwing stones, and, 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 and she ain't, she ain't even in a glass house. She, she she's in a house with, with no walls at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, you throwing stones, but where your house at? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's up? And then when she saw Anna, and uh, so saw Nomi, Anna saw Nomi, and it's all entire vibe of like, oh man, I feel bad for saying that to you. My life's messed up too. When it's like, no, your life is messed up, period. Okay, this is first and foremost. But Janae, what, what what do you what do you think about that? Cause I just feel like, you know, it's so much that's there within the Anna Javier dynamic. But what do you think about that?
0: Well, I think we have to look that Anna is a perfectionist. Like we've seen that from season one like she's the perfect daughter she is conservative she's very goal oriented she wants to really be in this political sphere and like she is kind of in her head she thinks she's perfect she has to be the perfect daughter the perfect student the perfect intern like she just tries for perfection so people in her life aren't perfect enough for her in her eyes, she tends to freak out. And even though like Javi told her like, hey, I do have a past. Hey, I did have, you know, just all that stuff. She still has a hard time really accepting it. And anytime that somebody goes through something like traumatizing her heart, like she's always the first to judge. She's a very judgmental person. That's the one thing I've always noticed from her, from season one. So I'm not actually surprised at her reaction to having the STD. Not only because it put her, her own health at risk. I do acknowledge that. I think it's just she sees any imperfection and goes off and is ready to move away from any, any mistake. Just like with her and Aaron, even though they were already different the moment that he did make a mistake, she was quick to jet. And so I just think she's not that much of a forgiving person as she should be i think when you're in a relationship it's 80 20 you have to give grace at some point not necessarily with your sexual health but just in general and i think she has really a hard time listening to anyone outside of her own head And i think she self-sabotages herself because she doesn't trust herself so i um honestly i think she does need some type of help i think she just needs to work on her listening skills i think she needs to work on being a little bit more empathetic i also think this is because she's a conservative that she isn't as empathetic she's
1: you know very ha 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 so yeah i i mean you know and granted i i I doubt that grown is wit into this level is this level of nuance because if you notice they barely mention that she's a conservative anymore like they barely even talk about it because Mm -hmm. they and they stopped talking about it when it stopped being a storyline point that they want to touch on they did mm-hmm. like one episode where her being a conservative and Aaron being like a like a Black Lives Matter like activist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was that was when, you know, they really played up the whole entire thing of her being like a conservative. But they don't even do anything with that anymore. And essentially, like, they throw the conservative thing in just to sort of characterize her, but they did nothing with it. Like I thought that. And akin to what they do with black is I thought that it would be more story, more of a storyline. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think. And granted, in this political climate, I know it's different because you got the Trump political climate and they crazy. But I don't think that a political view would really rear its head within relationships, sexual health and something along those lines. Unless we're talking about wage earning, like unless we're talking about abortion rights, now that's when politics now creeps into your actions and your thoughts. But in this one, her being a conservative, I don't think that it would play a huge part with this one because because I doubt she's like you know what, build that wall. Oh, you gave me, got a real? I don't, I don't know, chlamydia. I don't I don't think she's thinking about that. I don't think she's thinking about Donald Trump and insurrection as she's figuring out her boyfriend might have chlamydia. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I think that. They also did not delve into that nuance of her being a conservative. Because that could be something like, is she happy that she's marrying a, a good old Christian man? Because he's a conservative too, but we don't really see it. The only time we saw Javier to really be a conservative is when him and Aaron had that conversation outside of the, of the situation he was trying, trying to protest. So mm-hmm. it's like they don't delve into that. This has turned into a late night soap opera where you don't delve into the nuance of, of the characters, all you see is Zoe not grow. And you, you see Anna is still judgmental. She's grown a tad, but not enough to have a sustainable relationship. You have Nomi that now has just popped up because you got Hallie that's not there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then then you, you ship Jillian back when she could have been a good actress, but you didn't give her that time to shine. Luca's there because, because they still got to pay that man. And then, and, and then Aaron... Aaron's probably Aaron uh, Vivek and and Doug are probably still the best characters, and they have these mad awkward scenes. Yeah, and they then and, and probably the most the most interesting relationship at this point. I think Anne and Javier is interesting, but I think the most interesting relationship at this point probably is Doug and Jazz. I think mm-hmm. that that's the most interesting one, and we get a passing pardon shot insult. You know, I don't I don't get why they didn't delve more into that, but then they go into this marriage of um Aaron and Zoe, and you see you see the promo they're like who do you think got married? Was it was it Jazz and Doug? No, like they literally had a breakup. Like, wh- like, why would they just hop and get married in Mexico? Was wh- wh- was it Luca and Jillian? Luca can't marry a ghost, first and foremost. Like, she, she I, I can marry Jillian. Jillian, are they having an e marriage? Is it a is it a pandemic marriage on Zoom? Like, what well, on Facetime? I do on Zoom. Like, what like the uh, other relationships? Yes, is it, it, is Zoe and Aaron? Duh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the promo the promo didn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? You, like make it make sense, Jesus. Cause none of this makes sense. The promo not making sense. Zoe not growing ain't making sense. Anna just blowing up at anything is not making sense. The only thing that made sense is that first part of dialogue. Because it don't make sense they're even in Mexico. Why are they in Mexico? They should be at home just like me. At this point, preparing for preparing for the fall semester. Why are they all in Mexico at this point? It's like this is ruining my rating a little bit. Talking about this every time we talk about growners, my rating goes down. So I'm just going to toss to you. Tell us about the marriage between Zoe and Aaron that popped up out of nowhere.
0: Okay, so once we cut to um, the last scene, scene three, Zoe and Aaron they they got married, they eloped, they went to a little place. Said I do, and then that was that he did give her a ring, though. So I don't know where he got the ring from. I don't remember them showing the ring, so I don't know where he actually got the ring from. But he did, they are married, and then they we cut to a scene where they're on the beach and they're getting it in, they having real, real sex on the beach. I right? they're they getting it in, and then you know they say. Uh, I don't remember what they said, but pretty much like, oh, I love you,
1: Miss. Mrs. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait a minute. was what they said. Here's what they said. This is what they said. Like, they, they said, like, like, say, um, hey, Miss Jackson, Mr. Jackson. And then we got to apologize because Miss Jackson got arrested after she got married. You know what I'm saying? That's what she said. So- Sorry, Miss Jackson. You are arrested, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I right, play that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh,
0: But yeah, so they end up getting married, which is like, I mean, a lot of people who are my friends, they kind of know how I feel about marriage or how I feel about people young getting married, like... Mm -mm. I just don't believe anybody needs to get married at at that young of an age. Now, of course, if you're married and you're happy and that's whatever God called you to do, that's fine and dandy. I just think that when you are in your 20s, you have so much growing to do. And I feel like they haven't, they've only been together two weeks. They literally only dated for two weeks. Granted, they've known each other for almost four years, but y'all have never dated. Y'all have gone through back and forth and y'all have had more arguments than conversations. So I don't understand why that will equate you think that you're ready for a marriage i don't know I've, i personally think it's stupid and then either they're probably gonna get an annulment i think that's gonna be the conclusion they're gonna get an annulment because i just don't see them being i just don't see the marriage working out i just i just don't and even though i love Zaren, don't get me wrong i've always loved the and love, arrow
1: you love Zaren? i mean like
0: I, I do they're cute they're cute
1: toxic very toxic <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? I mean, everybody kind of has that person that, like, they've been with since say freshman year or they had something with their freshman year and it kind of just sometimes lingers in the senior year. Like, I've even had that at one point in time, not no more, but I've had that before. <laughs> so... I don't see myself marrying that dude. I don't think nobody should really marry nobody right out of college, but because you haven't seen them in all seasons yet. So I think it's going to end with them getting an annulment and I'm interested to see where they're going to take the storyline of them being married. Uh,
1: they're, they're, they're taking it nowhere. Like their relationship since season one has gone nowhere. Like she's chosen everybody but Aaron and Aaron Aaron is like, if you watch the NBA finals on right now, if you watch basketball, you'll see someone shoot a shot and you get an offensive rebound. They pull it down. Let's say you, you pass it back out. They shoot the shot again. Aaron is the third offensive rebound at this point. Like, like like he ain't even the second one. He ain't even the first rebound. Like, bro, like 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 they they and, and you if you go back to season two, I was watching season two, go back to season two, the whole entire point was that they were never really together. They've only just now gotten together. They had sex with each other, they only just now gotten together, just now been in a relationship. She was with Cash that freshman year, she was with Luca that sophomore year, and then she decided to chase her dreams, her junior year. So now her senior year and going into the end of the junior year, she's now trying to get with Aaron. And it's like Aaron is really, is really accepting the bare minimum for like from this girl that did not come through with her dad. He was trying to get a job after college, consistently made him like, like, like third place every point in time that, she, that she, she was looking for a guy, and then consistently played him to the left, basically messed up his relationship. And then just thought that oh, because she's Zoe, that he could just he could just pop up and just be his his girl. Like it, it it doesn't make any sense how they playing my guy Aaron when Aaron be getting the girl. It's just it's the ducktail. Maybe he does deserve it. It's the ducktail. tail. Maybe he does deserve it. I don't know. Maybe maybe he deserves less cause of that ducktail. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like why? Why? Because why? I went and when we and remember when we started watching it I, and and they were I think laying on their side like you know Zoe, Zoe's doing her little corny monologue and then you know like he props he plops down like oh did he, did he cut the duck tail? all of a sudden no that thing was just a- waving the next up then the next scene I'm like bro why will why will Trevor Jackson I'm talking to Trevor Jackson now my guy my dog that's my, that's my dog man that's my dog when I see Aaron I'm dap him up when I, when I see see Trevor Jackson I'm like bro. Why do you have that duck? You got you have to have me a good story where it's like listen, my mom braided this duck tail. So that's the reason why I keep it because it's it's it, it, like it, it's a tribute to my mom. I'm like, all right, man, so that duck tail is almost like a tattoo. But no, like like I gotta figure out like why does he have that duck tail? Like like, like it, it it fascinates me. And then I, I'm telling you, like, look, go back and look at this episode. I promise you, like the folks that do the cameras, they have an inside joke, they will do camera sit shots personally what they show that ducktail with the bead the white bead why do they why do they do it I, I i just thought i don't get it did, did you see the problem? they on the beach it's dark it's over there they dark they're they, they, they over, there, get over there getting in there like 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 you know like it's a like like, like a music video they're over there just getting in there like it's a scene out of little mermaid and all of a sudden he he turns you see the ducktail like y'all are doing that on purpose and, and i'm reporting y'all this is bullying all right? we, get, we getting grown-ups taken off air this point. grown is getting off air one way or the other. We're we getting grown off air because that is bullying. Like, just Don't show them that ducktail no more. All right? He got the first lineup in the front and the ponytail in the back. Man, no. No, I, I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of it. Okay? that Jesus need to fix that, too. You know what I'm saying? Jesus could be a healer and a barber. All right? They, 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 someone so... <laughs> somebody need to get rid of that ducktail. But I, so... They get arrested for public indecency by the federalists, right? And that's when we get into part two, that's going to be them going to jail. And I don't know, we'll delve into nuance. Of course, you have Sandra Bland that's right there. You have a couple other things that's right there, especially with Aaron. Aaron has not shown his Black Lives Matter side for real, for real, because that whole entire prison industrial complex storyline was a joke. And hopefully when we see them do a more protest themed episode, they have Doug speak up a bit more. But we know, Sandra Bland, that, you know, that that topic is there. You know, it's a lot of other situations of black men getting wrongfully in prison. That's there. But what do you think about them getting arrested and where do you think they can go with this?
0: Um, well, with them getting arrested, it's kind of like, oh, wow, these people that got arrested in a whole nother country. You're young and you're black. Yikes. So I'm actually curious to see what happens next. Um, If you guys saw in the previews, the promos, Um, Dre, Zoe's father, was disappointed at something. So she could have easily called him. Granted, she's an adult, so I don't think you can call your parents. I don't know. But, um.
1: <laughs> well, you, well you, you do get one phone call. You do get one get phone call.
0: Probably called, I'm assuming she called Dre. Dre maybe flew down there and bailed her out. I don't know. So I'm actually interested to see what the storyline is going to be next. Cause it's like, what do you do when you go to jail in another country? Um, was it The weekend? Like, was, Are they going to see a judge? You know, I, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know where that's going to go. But I'm definitely excited to see what season, not season two, episode two is going to show because there's a lot to unpack. Of course, they're still going to be in Mexico. So learning more about what happened on the trip, learning to see what happens with Javi and Anna, learning to see if Phil will step up to the plate and take care of Nomi's baby because that they mentioned that, that Phil does not want to step up to the plate, uh, what's going to happen with Jazz and Doug. There's a lot of different things that will probably be unpacked within these next couple episodes if the Vec is going to go to jail for that massive drug charge he just caught um, it's a lot going to be unpacked so I'm definitely excited to see what episode two will bring um, don't really know what topics they're going to uncover while they're in jail I'm very curious about that yeah. but we shall see
1: I think that like I said this is a great setup for talking about you know like you bring up Sandra Bland in, in, in a way that's tasteful you bring you bring up the prison industrial complex in a way that's tasteful. I mean, I don't think they do it because of the circumstance of how they got arrested. It was public indecency. Like, like I don't think that for public indecency at night and literally nobody was on that beach. I doubt that the police, unless they thought that Aaron raped her, which I don't think they're going that far. Like, because because they, they like both like she was conscious. Aaron that like she was on top of Aaron at at Mm -hmm. that point when they came up. So I I doubt they're going to go for the rape storyline. I doubt they're doing that. I I don't know where they're going with this one. Um, I'm scared though. I'm I'm very scared that an episode that I like, which was this episode, this was the second best premiere. uh, I I don't think they're going to do right by it. Like, I think that they have several storylines that they can tackle that they're not going to tackle because they're going to take a shortcut and go more for appealing to the emotions of the viewer instead of really telling the story effectively. That's what I'm scared of, you know, um, because I just think it's so much more nuanced between Anna and Javier. Uh, I think that it's nuanced with Aaron and also him already standing against, you know, you you have a Cal U that was funding the prisoners. Now he's in prison. That could be something that they could bring up, but I just don't think they will because I think the writers are ready for grownness to be over. I, I honestly think they're like, man, why I got to get up every day and write this and and, and write this show up? Man, man I want to win an Emmy. Can I win an Emmy one time? Like they, they, they don't they don't want to do grownness no more. I, I honestly feel like from season two, I promise you watch season two. And watch this first episode, and you see a total difference of real issues that they confronted. Relationships were written in, in, in a more complex fashion. Zoe and Luca's breakup made a bit of sense because they broke up because of Zoe's selfishness. Like now, it's like, oh, he might have an STD. He 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 might have dated somebody before me, but I think he's cheating. Like like it's just, I don't think it makes sense. So I'm going to get and get my rating. Because it's, it's better things to talk about growing, such as the NBA Finals that's on ABC right now. So, like, let's let give our ratings. So, I I would say I was gonna say eight out of ten, but I give it a, I give it a seven out of ten because because of the fact I'm I, I'm hating on all the characters. How y'all can go, can go can go to Mexico and I gotta I gotta stay home and make it and pay student loans. That's unfair. That, 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 that's, that's, that's real that's real unfair that they that they live living their best life in Mexico and none of them got real jobs and then Zoe lose her job over oh, 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 some BS with Saweetie mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Saweetie so thought her and Joy Badass was like talking and sleeping together and she's like you know what I quit don't do black women like that and it's like how does she have this money and, and you just quit a job with a rapper that probably was paying you pretty well you were his stylist that's Joey mm-hmm. Badass you know what I'm saying so I just feel like they, like, I think it's a 7 because it was not a bad episode. When I watch this episode again, I probably will. You know what I'm saying? Even just, not even just for this, for this show. I think that, you know, I'll watch it in jest just because. I think it was good dialogue. I think that, you know, the Anna Javier scene was dope. And I was happy to see Zoe get a consequence. I'm, I'm just, I hate that Aaron was drugged down with him. Although that was Aaron's idea to go out there and have sex on the beach. That was his idea. But I, I, but I just like seeing Zoe get in situations where she possibly can grow and she goes to jail. She in jail does her mugshot, all of that. And I promise you, she will not learn any lessons. She'll go right back to jail. The next time she goes to Mexico at at, at, at this point, she might be banned from going back to America at this point with some of Zoe's stupid mistakes. But I just think seven out of 10, because I just want a little bit more realism. I'm not saying make this a docu-series, Come on, man. But what do you think, Janae?
0: So I decided to give the episode an eight out of ten. I gave it two points off because if you guys watched the last like the little outro se- like the little outro scene when they have like 30 seconds of whatever they wanna put at the end. Um I didn't really mention this, but Luca and Doug went to go hang out with these girls that they found in Mexico and it looked like they were going to a trap house. And Luca was like, Well, if we go, oh well, like we in Mexico, forget it. And then like they pulled up to a quinceañera and it was just, I was like, what? You pulled to a quinceañera and you're 21, the girl's 15? Like, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me. I thought it was pointless. I hate pointless stuff in media because it's pointless. So that's why I gave it eight out of 10. I knocked off those two points because I just thought it was a dumb ending. It didn't make sense. But I thought the dialogue was very authentic, especially in the first scene. Um, they filmed it a little bit differently this season. Yeah. Look more uh, so I definitely was a fan of that. One thing that I even said we were watching the shows, I love the costuming. I thought they gave, they gave like how people dress up on vacations. So I just love the costume. I think it was very strong. One piece that I really liked was Yara's uh, pink bathing suit in the opening scene. I thought it looked really good on her skin. Her makeup was really good. Like everything just was very cohesive. And even in the scene when they were arguing, she had on this nice green floral, like two piece that I thought looked really dope, looked really nice on her. And the characters were just, just really, were dressed. Really well, just in that scene and in the episode as a whole. So, in conclusion, I give it an eight out of 10 based on those reasons.
1: But outside of that, Janae, where can we find you on social media?
0: So, you can follow me at That's N-A-E dot the mogul. That's N A E.themogul. You can follow me on Twitter at Nay the mogul. No period. And those are my main social medias. I think I'm going to make a TikTok though, so I could do television reviews because I've been recording yes. that.
1: Do that. We, we, we didn't talk about that. No, do that. Do that. And do like, do, like, do grown-ish, do, do a lot of these shows that are popular. That's going to go up because TikTok's algorithm is way better than Instagram. So do that for sure.
0: So uh, when I make my TikTok and everything, I will definitely advertise that. And then I will do reviews on TikTok. So that's
1: where you can find me at. Follow me at nay.themogul. I love it. I love it. Well, outside of that, Janae, thank you for coming on. We back. We're back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> The horn came late. But thank you,
0: Jeanette. <laughs> no, tap, tap, tap in.
1: You're listening to Post Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. All right, y'all. That is it for us. Thank you so much for tuning in to us coming back to do growners recaps. Hopefully, for the last time, hopefully they cancel this Godforsaken show. But because <laughs> it's just, I, I just don't, I don't get it at this point. I really feel as if. We've outlived the need for Gronish. Um, I think that if you're not, if you're not, gonna, if you're not gonna try, just, just, just stop it. If you're not gonna try, that, like, like that, like, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I just want more nuance from from the relationships. I want more. I want more nuance from, you know, just how they handle college, and I want more nuance from how they handle social issues. But they're gonna handle social issues coming up soon. It's probably gonna be mid season. We probably won't see them really delve into Black Lives Matter, the killing of unarmed Black people, and the injustice of how they, how people do, how how you know racism affects Black people. We're probably not going to see that probably till mid season. I'll give you episode four or episode five, but you know, I think it was a cool. It, it, it was it got a seven out ten for me. I, I thought it was a cool episode. But nevertheless, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow me. At Arthur Randall B. Make sure to follow Pulse Radio at Pulse Radio 100 on Twitter and Instagram. But outside of that, I will see you on the other side. Tap, tap, tap in. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and
0: Shelby, the heart of the culture.